The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to kick things off though with this GAA club charter, as it's been described. You might have seen it shared uh, on social media. Now, there's no confirmation as to what GAA club it is, but you don't have to dig too deep online to find uh, suggestions as to where it might be in the west of Ireland. That's as much as I'll say, but it's not fair, I don't think, to identify them until they confirm it themselves. Um, What it is, is a list of requirements needed from players before signing up for the senior club panels in 2024. Listen to this. If you're planning to go to Australia, America and Canada for any of the summer, you can't be part of the panel. So don't bother sign up at all. No holidays whatsoever during the championship. June to October. You cannot go on holidays from June to October. No drinking whatsoever. None allowed. June to October. Then they have a further breakdown of pre-Christmas individual running plans, collective running and strength and conditioning work, mandatory attendance and fitness markers. Most of them are fairly straightforward, uh, I'd have to say. Uh, Commitments to lead, uh, for the team to lead the team fundraising activity uh, and to players uh, training fund thereafter. A commitment from Dublin and Limerick lads to attend training once a week uh, come January. No other sporting commitments past June. Soccer, golf, rugby, athletic. I mean, right, maybe not playing rugby or, or soccer kind of contact sports, but there's going to be matches uh, clashing. You can't go out and play six holes of golf on a Tuesday evening in June because you might lose a championship match in October. It's utterly mental, but it's where we find ourselves. David Brady is a former Mayo footballer. Valerie Mulcahy, former footballer with Cork. You're both very, very welcome. David, did you ever sign up to anything like this? No, and I, <laughs> as a player, as a player or a manager, um, I wouldn't ask any human being to sign up to anything like that. Um, and you know what? That's it's like it contains the words "can't," "mandatory," "you won't," and it's it's totally disrespectful. What I do if that was put in front of me as a player, I'd say, you know what? Good luck, goodbye, and God bless. I'm going to play with the second team. Really? Because oh yeah, yeah. I look at. There is, yes, there has to be a, a a degree of professionalism, but the mo- and and it's 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 disappearing out of sport. I even see it from a, you know younger ages. You have to have bloody fun. If you don't have fun in what you do and you don't enjoy it, like that is that is just utter draconian. And it's like saying to guys that have been you know playing fourteen under sixteen minor maybe 21s, and now the last few years with COVID, you're going, you know what, if you want to go in your J1, keep in the best possible shape you can. Don't disrespect your body, because you could be needed, but you'll earn, you'll earn it to come back. You won't walk into the team, but this team's in, you're not going to be part of the panel. And what it is, and a lot of times is, you have managers coming in, and they're going, I'm the dictator. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what you can do. I'm telling you, where oftentimes, the best dictators are the leaders, is the players themselves. And they'll be the, they should be the ones that are setting the ground rules. We always have to have a little bit of variance. And you know what? It's not about alcohol and everything else, but you have to have a bit of team spirit. Um, I know from teams I've been involved in the past, pints, pizzas and coppers have always been better than two weeks hard training because you have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy the circle you're in, the camaraderie and it's, it's, and don't be surprised, it's not just one, there's a lot of clubs or a lot of managers coming in and saying, this is, this is the rules. Mm. There should be no rules. And the rules should be set by the players. 
and the manager to see where their standards are at or where they think is acceptable. And that's the time as a manager to pull it up when it's not. Valerie Mulcahy, would you have done likewise? Would you have crumpled up the sheet of paper, thrown it back at the manager's face and said, I'm going down to play with the second team? Uh, well, I would have been a little more um, compliant, but I know this teammates there, and they would have been, one or two would have been fond of a one drink maybe the night before championship or to settle them in all our final weekend. And, uh, you know, we'd be missing out on, on some legend of the game if this was enforced. I think it's ridiculous. It's ludicrous when in a time where GA are competing against other other sports uh, to keep players. I think it's, um, it's very off-putting. I think, like, you, I don't think elite professional athletes would have these stipulations in the contract. I mean, who's not allowed to have, go out and have a game of golf to enjoy themselves? I think you're forgetting about the whole person and the, the importance of well-being and other avenues and areas for you to unwind, de-stress, have a bit of fun. And yeah. I just think, I think like we were successful for 10 years and we implemented our own standards. We self-regulated there was never a ba- there was never a mention of an alcohol ban. We just knew that if we wanted to excel, we weren't, you know, we weren't going to be able to, and we we didn't. And if someone did, or I remember one girl went to the Galway races once, and we called her out, you know. So it was standards. It wasn't rules and stipulations. It was more standards that we set ourselves. And and I think yeah, the word dictatorship comes in there. I think I think it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it's very off-putting. You know, I work with teenagers. You couldn't be. You can't have it's this way or the high road, you know. But it's, it's funny you mentioned, say, the teenagers. Like, like when you're coaching underage, I mean, the focus is very simple, really. We can complicate it sometimes in our minds, but it's very simple what you have to do. You have to make sure they all enjoy themselves sufficiently that they want to come back the next day. And 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 yet, I mean, the reason we're talking about this is because right, one club have been foolish enough to put it on paper and allow it to be shared on social media. I'd wager there's lots of clubs that have silly rules like this. When it gets to senior level, suddenly there's this kind of perverse pride in being the strictest. It's not healthy. It's, uh, it's probably counterproductive. And I think uh, I would imagine if it is if it is true, like I do think it was a joke. I thought it was just someone pulling the leg. But if it is true, I think I'd be interested to see how many do actually sign up. Oh, I mean, I'd, I'd say if it's true, I'd say the club are frantically uh, rowing back uh, yeah, just, as we speak. Themselves. Yeah, like I think, yeah, like, you know, players sacrifice and all that, but it's actually the partners, the families that sacrifice because the players are going to get benefit from, you know, the wins and the tough training and the being part of the squad and, you know, maybe feeling success and that. But it's the families. If you can't go you know, celebrate something or go on a short weekend away or, or do something with your families, they're the ones that are going to be missing out and they're going to be annoyed to rather being your best supportive environment and your best, you know, support group to get you through tough times. So, um, I, I, if I was a partner of someone who was mm. in a club, like it's not even inter-county and it would still be ludicrous for inter-county because, you know, you can't just have these fast and hard rules and accept people to sign up and it is, it's probably a lack of understanding in that manager's part or yeah. an old way of doing things, which I don't see work. I, I, work I, don't, I don't know what the situation is. I would put any money, though, that this manager is not within the club. Because this, this, David, and I wonder what you think about this. I mean, you see this in other clubs as well. Someone comes in from the outside and actually what their, ter- what, what, what their, their focus is, 
of course there's a focus on the team doing well but equally there's a focus on kind of self-preservation and they want to be able to turn around at the end of the year and say well listen I did everything look how seriously I took it look look at the rules I laid down and I'm the only one that's stuck to them yeah so the whole blame is with G-Boys and that's and that's what it is You're, like even to sign to sign a piece of paper with that like whether you sign your mortgage or you sign your marriage but after that everything else is kind of, you know what, it's not about life and death and it's not so serious. And it is. And you can say, well, actually, you know what, there's 17 guys here out of 32 that didn't, you know, stick to the rules that she set or I set. And you're going, it's, it's, and you will over the course of a championship, even as a manager, you're going to kind of nearly, you know, you, you need to have to pull yourself into line. And guys, when, the, when it is, you kind of highlight it and, you know, it, yeah, if you go on holidays in, 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 in August, September, when the middle of the championship, unfortunately it goes against you, but you're still one of the team. You're still part of the panel. Um, and you kind of, you know, there's, there's a few nuances now when you have the fixed season that it is so defined that, you know, go anywhere in the world up to July. But from then on, we need to get back. We need to focus. Um, and and it, 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 you have to enjoy it. And it's a tough slog. Like you have teams now going hell for leather in January the 1st, first week of January. And, you know, 10 months later, you're going, there's guys dropping with hamstrings, yeah. with cruciates, with backs, with niggles, and you're going, why wouldn't you? You're going 10 months solid, and it all it is, oh, how many numbers had you out in training in the first, second week, the first few sessions? Oh, we have 35. 35. But it's, it's about timing, and timing is, is, is everything. Yeah. But I go back to the word, Karen. It has to be fun. Oh, yeah. It has to be a fun environment. Same as work. Same as football. Same as life. Yeah. If you're not enjoying it, you won't get the results. And yeah. it's not about the, winning the championship. Yeah, these smack me is entirely joyless. And when you mentioned kind of preparation, we, we uh, uh, one of Ireland's greatest sporting heroes in action at the weekend in Katie Taylor. And I'm always uh, amazed when boxers talk about going into camp kind of six or seven weeks uh, before a big fight. And we've got lads playing kind of club championship at junior level and they're training from January for the first match in anger that might be in uh, August or September. Anyway, listen, lots of people getting in touch. Uh, John and Nimrick says the GEA is losing the plot. There are players in the panel who are not regularly picked. They'll walk, pay each player 100 grand a year, uh, maybe. I don't know where that 100 grand would come from, John, uh, but uh, fair suggestion. I'm a manager of a GEA team in Boston someone else and I can confirm that many clubs in Ireland have these stupid rules and it's why we're getting more and more young lads coming over our club alone had 30 Irish lads over for the summer last season 087-1400-106 thank you to David Brady former Mayo footballer and Valerie Mulcahy former Cork footballer The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.